G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, after the tumultuous events of last night, a change of Prime Minister, let's get some insights from the Australian Christian Lobby. Lyle Shelton joining us. Hello, Lyle. Welcome back to 2020. Yeah, g'day, Neil. I was hoping not to be back under these sort of circumstances. Well, we're always interested in your insights when there is such a significant change as this one. Uh, Overall, a new Prime Minister and Malcolm Turnbull, a very different character to Tony Abbott. Yes, uh, that's right, Neil. He is chalk and cheese to Tony Abbott. I think it's very disappointing that we've seen the Liberal Party now do what they said they would never do, and that is emulate uh, Labor's coup culture. Uh, And this is a a terrible disease that's now afflicting both sides of Australian politics where uh, prime ministers are cut down by their colleagues without even seeing out a full term. And I think this is a really disturbing trend uh, in our politics. Um, And and I don't think it's what's needed to restore faith and confidence uh, in our parliamentarians. So very disappointing that this action has been taken, regardless of what people may or may not think of Tony Abbott. Uh, What do you think, Lyle, of the grounds on which Malcolm Turnbull uh, took the office of Prime Minister, uh, uh, the way that he uh, downplayed the achievements of Tony Abbott uh, and yet will need to rely on those achievements uh, for his own uh, political uh, success? I think um, I think that the grounds are very um, spurious grounds for removing a Prime Minister. Uh, The most substantial thing perhaps is is uh, low opinion polls. But but so what? Uh, Lots of government, state and federal, go through periods of low opinion polls. We're still uh, 12 months out from an election, and uh, that's that's an eternity in politics. Uh, So I think you'll find um, people struggling to find a narrative and a coherent reason to convince the Australian people as to why yet another Prime Minister should be uh, removed. Uh, This is exactly what happened to Labor. Uh, They couldn't adequately explain why Kevin Rudd was cut down. Uh, The Liberals are going to have the same problem because uh, most Australians don't follow politics as closely as you or I do, Neil. And uh, I think that they'll be surprised and and shocked uh, that suddenly without them having a vote, uh, we have a new leader of the nation. And uh, I I think this is a really disturbing trend uh, by our political parties to do this. I mean, Lyle, we have presidential-style elections these days. So you have a face who is put up as leader, and in this case we're talking about Tony Abbott. It was the same thing uh, in the former Labor government too. But when you have a presidential-style election and you have people voting for a personality as much as they do for a party, we just can't have this type of change happening so abruptly. No, it, it doesn't instill confidence uh, in, in the people. Uh, they see an election campaign with a leader who's campaigning to be prime minister and leader of the nation. And then suddenly, uh, you know, in the middle of the night, uh, yet again, we're seeing uh, a prime minister cut down. I think it's terribly unfair. I think uh, prime ministers ideally should uh, face the electorate rather than uh, be cut down by their colleagues. And uh, I really don't think the grounds were were strong enough. And uh, I think uh, what we're seeing is the corrosive effects of ego and ambition 
uh, and the desire for power are playing out uh, amongst our political class, and um, that's no way to uh, govern a country well. And uh, I, th- I think it's, as I said, it's very disappointing. Um, I can't see this going well for, for Malcolm Turnbull. Um, it didn't go well for Kevin Rudd and Julia Gillard. Uh, I think it's going to you know, breed resentment in the, in the Liberal Party, in the government, and uh, these things could be quite toxic. Lyle, you're managing director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, Tony Abbott's faith quite well known, a strong Christian of Catholic flavour. Uh, what do you know about the faith of Malcolm Turnbull? Well, Malcolm Turnbull claims uh, to be a committed practising Roman Catholic. Uh, he actually addressed an ACL conference uh, some years ago when he was opposition leader uh, the first time. Um, look, he's obviously a very intelligent man. He is very articulate. But uh, he is someone who doesn't share uh, values which would be in accord uh, with uh, biblical values, particularly on uh, marriage and family. He is someone who is openly advocating for a redefinition of marriage, which obviously means a redefinition of family. Uh, that means uh, allowing for same-sex uh, marriage, uh, uh, motherlessness and fatherlessness legislated and institutionalised. And now this is unjust for children, and I think it's uh, disappointing and a worrying trend for our nation to have a Prime Minister who doesn't understand the social justice aspects of family structure Uh, and so we're going to have a job ahead of us uh, as Christians to persuade him and to persuade our fellow Australians uh, that um, that marriage and family is is essential to nation building and to the common good and for justice for children. Uh, From what we know of the changes that might happen so far as the front bench goes, we might see uh, Joe Hockey uh, moved aside and Scott Morrison put into that place. Scott Morrison is another uh, leader of Christian faith within the government. Uh, Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Look, I think it's good that there's a number of uh, strong Christians within the Liberal Party uh, and uh, I I think they will continue to... um, make their views heard and will continue to to be an influence for the common good within the party. Uh, But um, they uh, can only do what they do unless they have support from grassroots people like you and I. And uh, this is a time where we all need to really step up um, and uh, and to speak up, uh, particularly when you've got the leader of a nation now openly espousing views which are contrary to that which is uh, essential for human flourishing and for justice for children. And if we don't speak up, um, uh, the, the leader of a nation can have huge influence uh, by virtue of the bully pulpit that comes with uh, being the Prime Minister of a country like Australia. So this is not a time for us to be passive. It's not a time for us to be silent. Um, now, more than ever, Christians need to engage with politics. We cannot sit by and watch bad ideas uh, be advocated in public policy without taking on those ideas in grace and uh, with truth. Uh, but uh, in the spirit of, of democracy that we have and the freedom that we have, if we sit by silently while others put forward bad public policy ideas, particularly at a leadership level, uh, we are asking for trouble. And um, this is a time where we need to all step up and get engaged. It's not a time to be passive or to be silent or to be despair. Uh, this is a time to wake up and to get involved. Well, no doubt we'll be talking some more very soon with you, Lyle Shelton. Always appreciate your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Pleasure, Neil. Thanks for having us. 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.